0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Comic Book Lair. I'm Kyle. And I'm Ray. And we're coming in hot with the B.O. Dub this week, dude. What do we got going on?
1: Dude, super stoked to be diving into uh, Middle West, man, from Scotty Young.
0: Dude, me too, man. But, uh, you know, we like to shoot the breeze a little before we hop into that. So how you been? Dude, I'm beat up. Dude.
1: Just beat up this week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just another good old dad week getting beat up.
1: I'm just sick. I was sick all week. You know, we went to Disney, which was, dude, such a good trip, man. Such a fun family trip. I got to hang out with you and your fam for an hour or two. And um, then we hit Disney hard. Maybe a little too hard because I'm beat up still trying to recover from that trip. Um, I think that the last day we were there, like, poured all day. And so, like, you can't, you know, you can't just call it a day and go go home so we powered through it man and we were out in the rain all day and it rained serious all day dude
0: it was pretty good i hated it dude yeah it was i'm glad you guys had fun man it was cool to see you guys and uh, get to to break bread together as they say yeah and uh i was just a little bummed our server didn't know who the comic book dad was how could he not know He's sitting in the presence of the comic book dad. He should have known it was me. I just thought it was so funny to embarrass the kids so bad.
1: Uh, my older ones were for sure embarrassed, so uh, <laughs> was, they appreciated that. It was hilarious.
0: But yeah, man, it was cool to see you. I'm glad you guys had fun. It looked like your little dude got to uh, see a lot of the Marvel crew oh
1: dude that was the highlight man just watching him like so stoked getting to meet like spider-man and all them like it was rad i think we literally met all marvel characters except thor um and i don't know if there's a hulk like is there a dude walking around in a big hulk suit i've never
0: seen one when the one time i've gone i
1: didn't see a hulk but yeah i couldn't i mean it's got to be a pretty rad suit like a big seven foot tall dude like at least you know yeah but everybody else was rad. Like, even Iron Man's suit was legit. Like, Dude,
0: the Iron Man suit's rad.
1: From the waist up, it looks legit. I mean, the waist down, like, it's okay. But, dude, freaking <laughs> waist up. His suit is legit rad, dude. Like, I was impressed with it. I think the best suit out of all of them. Ant-Man's was kind of weak. Um Was Captain America rolling around? He was, yeah. He was rolling around. Dude, I got to see uh, so Black Widow. I got to see her like break character for a second. It was hysterical. Like Black Widow and uh, Shang Chi were out there hanging out, like right in front of uh, right in front of like Pim's Kitchen. Oh in, like, yeah, the yeah, Campus. Yeah, and we were kind of taking a break at that moment. There was like thirty minutes for a show to start, and um, my two girls and wife went off to get some snacks, and me and Camden were just hanging out. And um, so they were right there in front of us And they were crowded up by a bunch of people So I was like, whatever, we're just hanging off to the side No rush And all of a sudden Iron Man came out And of course everybody like Darted over to Iron Man And they're like, forget Black Widow and Shang-Chi We're out of (laughs) here And I look up and Black Widow like had this face of like disappointment. Like Seriously? Yeah. She was like, you could tell she was like, dude, what am I? Like chopped liver, you know? <laughs> and she was like looking around and she kind of just like threw her hands up. And then she looked at me and then she saw that I was like seeing her reaction. And she like jumped back into, you know, being Natasha. <laughs> and she walked right over to us because she saw that I, you know, seeing uh-huh. how she reacted. But she hung out with like Camden and I for like four or five minutes because everybody darted and left. She
0: had to make up for the yeah yeah big time
1: (laughs) and so it was hysterical but it was pretty cool because she came down and like my son was sitting in the stroller because he was tired and you know she's thinking in
0: her head I got all dressed up for nothing
1: (laughs) yeah yeah 100% and um, so that was pretty cool moment and um, Black Panther meeting Black Panther was pretty cool Um, Spider-Man was he was like in between doing shows so it was like Uh it was hilarious dude like he just kept walking and like i was pushing the stroller and i couldn't navigate like through all the crowd you know so like my wife grabbed him when i was like running dude full speed got ahead of him like sat camden down and like he gave camden a fist bump so that was pretty cool but it was just it was hilarious but fun trip man um we- did you get
0: to do the star wars land at all dude
1: i wish i knew so much more about star wars cuz wherever like Whoever designed that area, whatever planet or whatever they they chose, it, it's incredible. It's like you're really in a different world when you go walk through there. Mm. Um, unfortunately, we went when it was like pouring rain on Saturday. So, like, none of the characters were out or anything like that. Um, but it was just a cool... It's cool, man. We went through, like, where you can build your own droid. So, that was rad. I wanted to build one so bad, but... But it was, it was raining. It was like pouring and we're like in between rides and we were soaked and I was like, Yeah.
0: Eh. I'm so bummed I missed it when I when I went. It's the one, one place I really wish I could have gone dude, to. Dude, definitely
1: like pick a day where it's like an off day. Like go on a Tuesday or something when no uh, one's there and just hang out down there. I bet you it's rad.
0: Yeah, we'll have to do that someday.
1: Yeah, but um, it, it was fun, dude. We had a blast and then of course, you know, got home and just from traveling not sleeping very well um, you know burning both ends uh, I think we all got sick and yeah. uh, so just you know been dealing with that and um, the price you pay for
0: a fun vacation
1: dude speaking of prices let me ask you something yeah groceries are ridiculous oh right gosh, now sick dude. of it I don't even like going to the grocery store anymore no so like for let instance let alone you
0: gotta get in a boxing match just to get a box of eggs or anymore <laughs>
1: Dude, you're not kidding. It's seriously terrible. Anyways, like we buy a certain bread and I don't want to sound like, I, I don't know. We like it. You're going to pop your collar before you tell us what brand you get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me let, let me sit up straight here. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, like that's one thing. Like, I don't know. We get Dave's killer bread. Have you ever had Dave's? Oh, yeah. Do you get the white bread done right? Dude, we get that one and then like what's the wheat one with all the seeds on it? Yeah, the good seed. Yeah. And I uh, love that bread. But dude, it's like seven, eight bucks a loaf.
0: But you're helping the prisoners, bro. Is that what happens when you buy that bread? I think they're all like, uh, they. I think they're like, I don't know the correct term. So if I say it right, I'm sorry. But like ex-cons, like those who've come out of the system and are looking oh, for jobs. Oh, yeah, job. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool.
1: Yeah. Well, they make some delicious bread. Dude, they're killing the bread game. So I've been sick of paying almost eight bucks for a loaf of bread. And then, so we were like, all right, let's just get regular bread. And it's just not the same. Dude, it's not even close to the same. Dude,
0: bread can be so bad. So
1: I was like, you know what? I want to start Googling and I'm going to make my own bread. No, dude. Like, it's got to be pretty simple, bro. So all week I was like on downtime, I was like watching these videos. And I found all these videos on YouTube, you know. Of course, it's like the dudes are saying, it's the easiest thing. It's four ingredients. Like, anybody could do it. I'm like, this is a piece of cake. (laughs) So all weekend, I'm like, I'm making bread this weekend. That's all I'm doing. (laughs) Just going to be a bread maker now. So I legit went down to my old local sprouts. You know, I'm buying all the organic wheat flour, yeast, you know, everything that's going to make this bread just as good as what these YouTubers are putting out. And I'm like, I think I spent like a total like 10 bucks on the ingredients, right? And if I can make like five loaves of bread, like that's a deal. And it's if it's anywhere near Dave's killer bread, then I'm set, dude. And like the process wasn't bad. Like I, I literally sat and watched all these videos, dude. And it's like the process to put all the ingredients together is like 10 minutes. But then you got to, you know, you got to let it rise and all that. But super easy. So I'm throwing it together. My wife's looking at me like I'm an idiot. Like… She's like, seriously, no one's going to eat this bread, (laughs) dude. But I'm determined, dude. I'm so determined to make this bread delish. And I follow the recipe to a T. Like, got it set up, let it rise, all that jazz. I get home and I'm like, all right, this bread's going in the oven. I don't care what time it is. It's like… It's like dinner time, and my wife's trying to make dinner, and she's like, You're putting the bread in? I'm like, Yeah, buddy. And she's (laughs) like, Well, I guess I'm not making dinner then. I'm like, Well, I'm eating bread for dinner because this is what's going (laughs) (laughs) on. And dude. <laughs> Typical man, dude. <laughs> I, I put it in and the way they did it in the oven and like they separated the, when it, it's done rising, they separate it and they're like, it's like artesian bread. So it's not, it doesn't look like a nice loaf of bread. It'll just, however.
0: It, yeah. It's like misshapen and all that. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Right. So I was
1: like, I don't want to do that. I'm going to put it in a bread pan. So I don't know if that's where I got messed up and it cooked weird but I put it in a bread pan got it out did the time it was supposed to and the right temperature and all that pulled it out and bro <laughs> it's like I'm eating a dough ball <laughs>
0: Maybe it'll make some killer French toast.
1: I'm like, dude, I'm like slicing into it, and it like looks good, and then when I'm done slicing into it, there's all these like chunks of like, oh no, doughy like pieces that I just got done rolling are falling out of the middle of the bread. <laughs> And uh, (laughs) my wife decided to make like breakfast for dinner And she was like made eggs And she was going to make a bagel And she's like oh man I forgot to put a bagel in the toaster And I'm like here just use a slice of my (laughs) bread (laughs) And she's like no way am I eating that bread So it was a fail dude I sliced it up and everything I put it in a bag thinking I'm going to eat it You know throughout the week Yeah, (laughs) Just going to let it go bad and toss it (laughs)
0: Dude, this reminds me. Uh it was my wife's birthday when, you know, a couple months back and I woke up the girls early early and we were going to do breakfast in bed for her. Yeah. And so I was going to do pancakes, right? Like from scratch. And so I'm sitting there whipping it all up and I'm putting these pancakes on the pan dude and they're these thick boys like these pancakes are just thick. And so I have the heat turned up, apparently way too high, too high, because they're cooking
1: quick, slow and low for the
0: pancakes. Yeah, dude. And so, like, to me, I'm like, all right, these are these are good, and uh, I go to give it to my wife, in bed, like all stoked with the girls, like. Yeah. We made you breakfast, and dude, it's just burnt on the outside and completely <laughs> raw on the inside. And to this day, dude, my daughter's like, remember when you burnt those pancakes? <laughs> and I'm like,
1: yeah, I remember. Jeez, thank you. Oh, uh, dude, that's hysterical. So I'm going to try again, though. <clears throat> I told my wife, I said, tomorrow's another day, and I'm going to give it another shot because I'm determined yeah, to not spend seven, eight bucks for a loaf.
0: I was just listening to... uh Kobe Bryant talk about there's no such thing as failure. Failure is only if you give up. So keep on pressing on, baby. I'm going to
1: keep, you know how I do, dude. I'll be buying a bread maker soon. (laughs) Super soon. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to need to because
0: I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, you got to go get one of those that do it practically for you.
1: Yeah, where you can (laughs) just set it and forget it. That's right, dude. But uh, it was fun. I mean, it was a cool process. Even like I picked up my daughter this evening and it came back and um, she like looked at the loaf and she's like, what is this? And I'm like,
0: <laughs> he looked at the loaf. That's
1: like my bread. And she just was like, she like grabbed the piece of the end and I was like, give it a try. And like, <laughs> dude, it was <laughs> hysterical, dude, when she bit into it, dude.
0: Give it a try.
1: <laughs> I've had two slices so far. And I mean, it's edible. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I guess uh, A for effort. We'll see. I'm going to keep trying, though.
0: Dude, I know people who swear by it. They, like, love the process of making I'll tell you bread. what. It did make really my house it.
1: smell delicious. Like, yeah. I don't know. But my wife did say, like, because she ended up trying it. She did say it tasted like a wheat ball. Maybe a little too <laughs> weedy. <wheat-y. laughs> wheat ball. So, I don't know if it was this certain flour I got. I don't know. But I… I don't know what happened. So I'm gonna try a different recipe, maybe. <clears throat> we'll see.
0: Dude. Well, I'm proud of you, man, for for trying something new. Oh, dude, if I get it down, I'll be pumped though, because it's dude, not yeah. that
1: hard to do and um it'll be it'll be nice.
0: I have a friend who uh his family there they love making sourdough bread, and that's oh, like their dream.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's gotta have a lot of process going into that though.
0: Yeah, was it cool to watch the dough rise? I always think that's so weird and bizarre, dude.
1: I don't. I didn't watch it that long because it takes forever.
0: Well, that's why you came out all doughy. You didn't let it rise enough.
1: No, I think what I just don't think I mixed it well, well enough. Like there was chunks of like, yeah. I don't know. It was it was weird, and it was like the densest bread you'll ever see in your life. That's what
0: I'm all about, though, give me that. Dense <laughs> it was not
1: bread. airy at all. It was like <laughs> dense old boy, dude. Like. <laughs>
0: It was like my pancakes, dude. They were just like lead cakes. And the bread. outer
1: oh. crust, dude, was like a rock. <laughs> dude, but you that's gotta they post said it. it was.
0: Do you still have your loaf? I sliced it up. you got to take a picture of I it. Think and I think I might it. have a picture. Saved when on this my episode phone. goes live, you have got <laughs> to post a picture of your bread.
1: All right. Uh, it looked kind of neat. Dude, the funny thing is, like, I sent my brother a picture of it, and his response back was like, it looks dry. <laughs> just crushed. I was it. too embarrassed to tell him how it was. I just said that's how it's supposed to look. <laughs> like we oh, no? want moist bread? <laughs> Anyways, dude, we're getting way off track. It was uh it was a good try
0: though. Yeah, right on, dude. I'm proud of you. Thanks. All right, bro. Well, what do you say we uh pop our collars down and get into some comic books. Dude, let's get into some Middle West. Yeah, man. Uh, You want to do a little little background,
1: a little overview? Yeah, I don't
0: have much of an overview because we're going to be spending some time here, so we'll kind of get to build up the story as we go. But I'm stoked about this, stoked about spending time here. But Middle West is by Scotty Young, uh, Jorge Corona, and man, I'm going to butcher this. You No, you did good
1: earlier. I was impressed.
0: Jean-Francois Bellews. (laughs) That's pretty good Uh, And Nate Picos What is Pykos doing? He's doing the lettering Oh, okay And uh, this is a story about a a kid named Abel Living in a town called Middle West And there's a lot going on in Middle West And I can't wait to kind of figure out what's all going on But uh, he's a kid with a paper route And uh, he's got his buddies And he's got a dad uh, who's got a little bit of a temper, and I don't know if "little bit" is the right way to put it.
1: He he's not the nicest dad. That's no. um,
0: yeah. And they get into a little kerfuffle early on, and that kind of sets what? The, <laughs> kerfuffle. <laughs> Dude, I love it when you're bringing these words, and uh, that kind of sets the stage for for where, where where we're at with following Abel and um, through his trying to figure himself out and his dad yeah. out, and
1: it's almost like um. I would say it's almost like a fa- like a fantasy adventure. Yeah. Story. I mean it's kind of a trip I don't know it's necessarily like tragic is the right word to put it but almost like a sadder. Like It's definitely thrown on an adventure like um it's got some a, raw in emotion way. in here.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. I think it's
1: dealing with some trauma. And even though it's like fantasy I, I it's it's like still grounded though. You know, not like not like fantasy, like like let's say twig or something like that. But there's still like fantasy elements. Like he's his companion, his buddy is a like a talking um, yeah. fox. Um,
0: his th- dad turns into a monster storm. Yeah, there,
1: there's a monster storm. There's like a a, a robot in here that talks. Uh, I think there's another talking animal. I think uh, one of the other characters he meets along yeah, the way Jeb a has that bird.
0: talking bird. Yeah, yeah. So um, and then. That crow, was that just a dude like that who they meet in the train, the dude with the who looked like Kanchu? Yeah,
1: I thought it was just a dude in a suit.
0: Okay, just that's a dude what in I soup. took yeah. it as, yeah. So um, but yeah, we're just kind of following Abel on the aftermath of his fallout with his dad. Let's hop into it though, man. I kind of mm. want to build it out from there. What do you think? Is there anything else you want to add quickly before we jump in?
1: No, I think that's it. That's um yeah, let's dive right in
0: dude so i, I don't I kind of would like to to zoom out a little bit, but just to zoom in for a second here on the story, man, so right away he's sitting in bed, and his dad busts in like this is how the story begins, I mean, almost he kind of has this yeah yeah tell, tells a little bit, but um, and like right off the bat, dude, his dad he's a is jerk. just a jerk like no no ah, no grace at all in his dad, no, you know what I mean no. just hard nosed. Uh, mean. I mean, what do you think right away here when you're, his dad's just like, he even tells his dad like, hey man, I've only been late twice in five years, like cut me a break and his dad's just like, that's too, too many.
1: Yeah, it's like his dad's like this, has this old school mentality, no emotions, like he can't meet his son where he's at, like treats him like a full grown man almost, like no. um, kind of sad to see, you know. Oh, 100%. And you feel, you immediately are, you know, can relate to him. You, you know, you immediately feel, yeah, yeah. You immediately feel bad I'm like, I cannot
0: relate to the dad. No.
1: And like, so you're just, you know, kind of sad for this kid because he just wants to be a kid, but it's almost like he's he's not allowed to, you know? Yeah. And especially where they live. They're like, like out in the middle of nowhere. Like, you know, he gets, you know, after he, he leaves his dad, you know, he gets with his buddies and they just want to be kids, you know, mm-hmm. but it's almost Playing like
0: he's video games. Yeah, it's
1: almost like he's not allowed to, you know, because of, of how his dad is. That's how yeah. I kind of took
0: no, it. No, 100%. But I mean, he does find himself in some pickles, even with his friends who feel like they try to uh, take advantage of his maybe naivete.
1: Yeah, his friends aren't even um, the best of buddies. Yeah, I mean, but they're going to do what young kids do, just get into trouble. There's nothing to do in that town. So, you know, they're just being kids. I don't think they were, you know.
0: Right. But even later on when he's talking to Bobby, right, was the little girl's name with the robot? Yeah. When he's talking about his life previously, he doesn't really mention his friends as like in a favorable light. They're just kind of like... The only thing he had going, it feels like, you know, even
1: even his companion. So the fox doesn't really have a name.
0: I love the fox man. Yeah,
1: but he's not even that. Like, there's multiple situations throughout the story so far that the fox is like kind of a jerk and like wants to bail on him, him, doesn't want to go on the quest.
0: Like sets him up to be a thief and then just kind of sits back and lets all the things uh, happen to him.
1: Yeah, he like teaches him how to do, you know. Yeah, we'll get to that that story or part of the story later. But it's just like he has no real like good relationships at this moment when you first, you know, are getting into the story. He doesn't have anyone that he has a good relationship with. Right.
0: And I guess just real quick, which uh, maybe I'll try to splice this in earlier. But if I can't, hashtag spoiler alert for anything Middle West. If you haven't read it up, stop it now. Pick it up, read it, and come uh, back. And yeah, read and those who
1: listen us. to us, I mean, they, they are, know. We're, they are I, I get it; those who are not into spoilers, but man, I don't know. I'm not. It doesn't bother me too much.
0: But dude, so he's at. So you know, he's his dad kind of forces him out pretty early on. Uh, to get back out on the... to deliver the papers to his people who he's late for. Yeah. And uh, he kind of just abandons it because his papers blew away in the wind and the fox kind of eggs him on again. Like, ah, just yeah, forget yeah. It about it. Go yeah. ahead.
1: Go be a kid, you know? Yeah.
0: But when he's he meets up with his friends and they all go to a store, they convince him to just to put some stuff in his bag and try to, to steal it. And that goes sideways pretty quick because it turns out Abel... Uh he wears he wears his nervousness on his face a little too oh, much. Dude, big like, time. You know? Yeah. And uh that leads to to one of the the pivotal moments in the story, right? Because his dad picks him up, takes him home, Fired and Abel, up. Fired up, man. But then so is Abel, dude, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Both are dealing with some uh anger issues to say the least for sure.
0: Yeah. And uh you know, the dad's just telling him if he's going to be a big man. <laughs> I just kept laughing about yeah, how many sleep times. Sleep outside, just, big man. Big man. Say it again, big man. And uh, so they have a throwdown. And dude, what goes down here, man? Yeah,
1: this is when you get to that more fantasy element. His dad turns into this rage NATO, is what I dude, call it.
0: First of all, time out just for a second to talk about how much I freaking love Jorge Corona's art.
1: Oh, the artwork is incredible, dude. So and good.
0: Did you like the lettering and the dialogue? Or oh, did you appreciate that?
1: 100%. Where it's not even in, like, thought bubbles yeah. anymore. Yeah, it's just out on the page. Yeah, so super rad. good, dude.
0: So, I just loved everything. And, I like,
1: thought. the way they did the paneling, like, when he's turning into this rage NATO.
0: But that rage NATO, as you were <laughs> saying... Like if you look at this, the first like the double page here with the rage, rage. No, even the first one. What do you think's one thing I freaking love,
1: dude? The fiery eyeball. The fiery eyeball. I knew man. It. They're yeah.
0: nailing it for me. But go ahead. You were you were saying something.
1: Yeah, his dad just goes nuts. So, Abel's on the run. He His dad's tearing up the town. It's like turning into this huge, huge storm. And Middle West has already known. They say it like multiple times. Like, it's always windy there. Like, there's always yeah. all these storms. And like, it makes you think, like, are all these storms like other times where his dad got this mad? You know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. so, I don't know. It, it makes you think, man. Like, there's a lot of, like, when I finish this, there's so many questions I have that I can't wait to... Yeah. you know, explore in the next uh, two volumes. But um, anyways, he basically runs Abel out of town and his companion like follows him. And so they're yeah. dipping. Uh, they ended up jumping on a train, I believe. But right as he jumps on this train, his the Rage NATO or his dad like touches him right in the heart, you know? Yeah. And um, so whatever he did by touching him, like put this almost like burnt this like, Shape of a heart onto his chest almost, mm-hmm. yeah, and um, it like burnt his shirt off, but now he has like this glowing heart on his chest, and um, they end up in the end getting away from his yeah. dad. And, Can I ask
0: you a question early on here? Yeah, so I mean, I've obviously read through the first volume, uh, one through six, which is what we'll be diving into today, twice now, but. My initial thoughts here, and tell me if I'm off base or something here, was that this kind of symbolized that, like, there's a little of his dad in him.
1: Oh, yeah. I totally see that. Yeah. Because think about it, too. Like, as a parent myself, you know, a lot of the times, you know, we try to teach our kids whatever we, you know, like, right from wrong, good and bad, all that kind of stuff. However... We can say one thing, but if we act another way, like kids learn stuff like it's caught, not taught. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I can tell my kid like, hey, don't swear. And if I'm swearing every swearing, day, they're, they're going swearing. to be swearing, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so it's kind of the same thing here with Abel. Like that's what he sees 24-7 is his dad being a jerk. He has a temper, anger problems. So it, I think, trickled down to, yeah. to Abel. So I think you got it right.
0: I think, yeah, this is like... Uh The first time, so just prior to this, his dad hit him and that's, you know, he's running away. And then this is just kind of that manifestation of like what he's always maybe been a little bit afraid of because I think it comes out even more later on. This is why he's so scared. You know, he's he's scared of what's in his dad's in him. And this is kind of a visible representation of of that worry for Abel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a lot of it. And you know, with this story as we continue, like you like a lot of the questions I have is like, I want to know the past, you know, like yeah. you, I wanna know
0: what's going on with mom.
1: Yeah. So and, and um yeah, he's a single dad raising Abel by himself. Like what happened in the past? Where's mom at? Why, you know, and yeah. we'll get more of that as we continue on through the story, you know.
0: Dude, when when mom sent Abel that brand new bike, that scene. Oh, his yeah, dad that did, was dude, rough. that was rough man yeah.
1: um so yeah now we get we get able he's kind of out on the run it's just him and um fox and we're just gonna call him fox he doesn't have a name dude he doesn't he
0: doesn't he doesn't do well with names he says so I think we just call him fox and companion works for me
1: yeah so as he's out on the run um he's basically train hopping you know he's he he doesn't know what to do. And, um, comes across some, some, um,
0: unsavory folk.
1: Yeah. Some, some people that want to do them harm. Um, they're like cannibals. They're going to eat them, you know, uh, which hints, some, some more like fantasy, uh, stuff in the story. Cause you got one dude who, who looks like a human, but then you got a guy who looks like a giant bird. Conchu. Looks like Conchu. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, he gets saved by some old man, dude. And this old man is rad.
0: Jebediah man yeah coming
1: in so Jebediah comes in hot, saves the day and he's like, hey kid you know like you look like you're having a rough time I don't know why you're out here like I'll take you back to my place and um
0: you think Jebediah is going to end up being a father figure for Abel
1: That's he's kind of someone cool. he met along the way yeah I mean I think he's gonna play a more um role as we move forward and into the next volumes I would hope.
0: Yeah, because him first right away Abel doesn't really trust Jeb. Kind of no. uh, like I forget the way he puts it later on, but he says something like, "I never should have trust the homeless the guy." The hobo.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I think he calls him a hobo or something. A hobo. Or, yeah, yeah. It's like I knew I shouldn't have trust that dude. Yeah, well, I mean, think about it: a young kid out on the road, like this guy's sketch comes out of nowhere. Um, yeah, it but he does seem weird.
0: like he, you know, he's he's. Trying to help him out. He rubs that stuff on the wound. But that just makes... This is when they find out when they're with Jebediah that that mark that the dad left on him uh, is exacerbated by anger, even in Abel, It kind of blows up.
1: Yeah, yeah, they kind of back up a little bit. They they do this long, long journey, right? And at, again, to complement the art, like on their journey, oh, like man. dude, the landscapes that they come across and just the world that they're in is just so cool, man. Like mm-hmm. all these cool looking animals. And um, can I ask you a question? Yeah.
0: When when, uh, Jebediah yelling to get all those animals to uh, stand up. Okay, (laughs) that's exactly what i was gonna ask what sound does he make yeah buddy
1: you know i was saying that when i was reading it (laughs) but um you get to his house and his house is like a junkyard it looks like he's like just some collector he just the most glorious
0: junkyard you ever did Oh, dude
1: i would be living there for sure i'd
0: be living it up there man
1: but yeah jeb kind of notices what he has on his chest too so jeb has a little bit of his like Kind of like a like a background that he's doesn't really come clean about. I don't think you know.
0: Yeah, because even it seems like this may be a mark or something that that he's seen before.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
0: even Magdalena later on, it seems like she's aware of what this marking means. Yeah, and, and
1: like they almost know what to do with it. You know, yeah. s- something. And so, um, and then like you said, this is where Jebediah or Jeb also finds out that. When when he gets angry, um, it gets worse, and he started like if he gets worked up, it's not good, you know. So Jeb calms him down, and he's like, "Dude, I want to help you. I think I can take you to someone that'll help you. You know, we'll we'll do it tomorrow."
0: Yeah. One of the lines in here when he's having this interaction because he's angry with Jeb now because he Jeb's telling him he doesn't think he can help him. There's this one line he says in here that reminded me (laughs) so much of you. He's like you're a crazy old man. You've been acting like some kind of wizard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I busted up when I read that part.
0: I was like, that's Ray.
1: (laughs) Um, But yeah, this kid, he doesn't want to wait. He's impatient. You know, he he ends up sneaking out in the middle of the night, takes this um, paper that Jeb had, and it's about this like, uh, almost like a fair or like a circus, like traveling circus where there's this... Lady, that's supposed to help him. That um, Mm -hmm. so he's. This is where his like adventure sets off. Like he's like, all right, I got to figure out what's going on and and see if I can get cured or get get a fix. You know. So this whole time so far, like I want to know his past. I want to know, you know, what this mark is. Um, And it obviously, if that somebody can can fix it, then they obviously know what's going on. You know, they've seen it before. But I think it goes to kind of. show you like all the the uh, maybe like the emotional side of things because as we get further into things like we meet bobby and like she talks about this lady that he's trying to find how she's you know helped her so much and like you're part of our family now Uh, Mm -hmm. she can help you too so maybe it goes to show you like like just how important relationships are you know like I don't know. Even when you mentioned like the father figure with Jeb, you know, like he could change and and they can fix him.
0: Oh yeah. Well, there's that really cool part where she, later on she tells. Um,
1: and if I'm jumping ahead too far,
0: no, nah, it's okay. I mean, let's be a little jumpy. It's natural for us. Yeah. Uh, when she's telling, when she's telling, able to look down at the the rest of the crew who works for the. Mm, yeah, that was one of my favorite parts. Yeah. And she just talks about you know, a chosen family versus like a, you know, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah. uh, Yeah. You know,
1: but, um, yeah. So he goes on this gnarly adventure and, um, he's got to travel a ways to catch up to where this, um, yeah, I guess it's like a traveling fair circus. Wouldn't you say?
0: Yeah. The Hearst family something it's called, right?
1: Yeah. So he jumps, he ends up like hitching a ride in the back of a truck. And again, like the landscape, um, everything you see, like I just want to know more about the world. Like there's all these right. little pink containers like that are I attached. Yeah, they're attached to like homes or like buildings and vehicles. And you're like, dude, what are these things, uh, man? I have so many questions on why they're everywhere, you know? Yeah. And then this is also when we get a flashback of… That's what the, I was just going to yeah, say. We yeah, we get a flashback of the town where… Uh, of Middle West… And Where his dad um, is
0: turned back to his normal self, but now he has a scar too.
1: Dude. And one thing I, I pointed well, out Well, I
0: guess we don't know if he always had it or not, right? Yeah, I mean, no,
1: I know. We we couldn't tell because he he's he wakes up, um, the town is destroyed. You know, people are missing. They find him coming out of the rubble. He has no clothes on, he has this weird marking all over his body. And if you look at his His, like in the middle where it comes together, it's like a broken heart. And Abel's Mm -hmm. is still like a heart. If you notice when you see it on Abel's chest, his is like a full, complete heart. But his dad's is like a broken heart. Yeah, that's interesting.
0: I didn't pick that up on the first read-through.
1: So yeah, I didn't pick that up on the first read-through as well. It was just more like when I was going through it. just like Yeah, so it's weird. I don't know if that signifies anything. I mean, it's got to.
0: I wonder if it's almost like maybe Dale has gotten to the point because at one point in the hospital, they called it an infection, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if it is or isn't that, that's at least one of the way identifying things they've used so far about it. And like maybe it just maybe it's gotten too far in Dale now. and so it's yeah, yeah. but but he, maybe he obviously went now, too
1: far. He, he obviously yeah. went too far with his anger because now he pushed his son away to the point of yeah. he ran away. And I think he realizes it.:
0: maybe the thing isn't going to be that Abel can get rid of this. Maybe it's going to be Abel needs to realize how to
1: control it. how to li- yeah, how to live with it, how to figure it yeah. out. yeah
0: and then keep his heart intact.
1: Yeah, so now now not only is Abel on an adventure to figure it out, but now his dad is is trying to find him. His, yeah. his da- he, dad leave the hospital and um he's going out to find Abel. I hope he gets some clothes. (laughs) He
0: needs some clothes. Man, at first, I wasn't sure when the sheriff was interacting with him if they were, like, suspicious of him or not. The way she was talking to him, like, hey, we need to talk. I'm like, ooh, they know. But then it was like, oh, it's just they didn't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, they didn't know.
0: But what do you think, man? So, So, you know, you just got done watching him be an absolute maniac to Abel. And, uh... You know he hit him hard,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, turned
0: into a rage monster, tried to stab his kid, and uh now he's he's waking up and he's got what regret um oh, wants to find his yeah, kid remorse, so I guess regret. my question is wh- what do you think Dale's feeling here, and does he love Abel
1: dude I think so, and obviously there there's a past there that we haven't gotten any pieces of it yet in the story yeah. uh, you know. And hopefully, I'm sure it'll be explored in the next two volumes. And because he's looking at a picture of Mm -hmm. him and Abel and the mom, I believe, right?
0: And that pops up when Magdalena makes Abel go through his memories too.
1: Yeah. So like he's looking at the picture of the three of them and he's like, you know, saying he's sorry. And um, so it's almost like he realizes he went too far. You know, Uh and he realizes he messed up. And now he's got to fix it. And so...
0: Man, I hope the arc ends with him being fixed. Dude. You Did you page through already?
1: No, not at all. I haven't You don't think it's going to
0: happen? You think he's going to be the villain through the whole story? No, I think there'll be some resolution for sure. Now I want to look, but I'm not. I promise you. I'm I'm not going to. Yeah,
1: I'm not going to push ahead. So, um... Yeah, man, I, I I um I don't know. You 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 kind of feel bad now and like I just have at this point of the story when I'm reading it, like I just have questions of like, okay, how did it get to this point? What yeah. happened, you know, previously for it to get Well,
0: remember when Abel and him are having the argument about the mom? And his dad, you know, he's like, "Are you mad because mom?" Uh, he, I can't remember exactly the way Abel said it to his dad, but then yeah. his dad said, "Oh, you think she left because of me?" And I just wonder if maybe he is angry because she did sort of leave because of him. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and he's he didn't too. Know how he to doesn't deal want with
0: it. to. He can't say those words out yeah. loud, you know. Yeah. But man, what a what an absolute! Uh, how do you say that to a
1: kid? Yeah, that was what he says, dude. When he like
0: that was the worst thing I think that terrible. He did. Like, it, well, I don't know. It's hard to beat hitting somebody, but that's the worst thing he said.
1: Yeah, it was bad. That I felt so bad. Like for Abel and like uh that was that was a tough, tough one for sure. Right. But um anyway, it, yeah, Abel finally makes it to this fair. Um he's kind of looking around for this lady. Can't find her because the picture he has is like some young woman like in a… It's got to
0: be like 40, 50 years ago. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) So, um, he thinks all is lost. He's like, I can't find her, but I'm starving, dude. Like, we got to do something. And this is when he gets into a little more trouble. And the fox is like, dude, well, let me just teach you how to get food. You know, like, Uh, it's easy. So, he's teaching them how to basically steal food. So, he's getting all this food. And this is when we meet Bobby and Rich, which I love these characters. Rab. They, they work for the fair. They're like… I would say they're like the facilities people. They, they fix all the rides and everything that's uh, going down. Whatever breaks, they fix it. And so, they come across them um, with all this food and realize that they're stealing because… Um, the lady, Mag, how do you say her name, Magdalena?
0: I think it's Magdalena. I could be wrong. Yeah,
1: so she sees the boy and recognizes something's going up with him. And so she tells Bobby, hey, keep an eye on these two, you know? So they're like, Bobby and Wrench are kind of tailing them. They find out they're stealing. And this is where, again, the fox is kind of like, not a good friend. He just like, well, you made the choice to steal. Even like, I showed you how to do it, but you're the one who made the choice. So later, man, like, you're on your own. Like, yeah. another, like, just dirty move from the fox, like... There's been a couple times
0: where the fox saves him though. Like yeah. on the train, he has his back, bites that dude's leg. I mean, he's not a, he's not the worst friend in the world. Yeah. Is, he's I guess still a fox. He's still a fox, though.
1: So um he gets caught. He gets caught red-handed. He's trying to dip. He's trying to run through the fair, kind of causing chaos. And um they catch him. Um and um, but right before they, you know, right at the the end of this chapter, man, is when he starts getting fired up, and you think he's going to turn into a rage nato because they got him Branch trapped. Is
0: holding Fox too, and he doesn't want him to hurt Fox. Yeah, very true. Yeah, yeah. And so that's his little, uh his little mark there on his chest is about to blow everything up. It's turning it. He's turning into a to a rage nato.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. And this is like you, like you just mentioned, like he's got part. Obviously, he's he's taken after his dad because that's what he's yeah. you know. Noticing but um you you get to chapter five and then you get this flashback that you kind of mentioned earlier of mm-hmm. another kind of just a, a flashback of the past and and probably and like we like we already mentioned, this is probably why Abel's the way he is is because he sees his dad act this way yeah. like he gets this gift. Um, he, he's a, he's I almost younger don't even want to hear time. you talk
0: about it. I'm like, it's so sad, glad to dude. Be yeah, dumb. it's like,
1: <laughs> it's crazy because you get attached to these characters. So I had quick. to go
0: past it, I couldn't even look at it again. Yeah, dude, just like, being honest. And
1: Abel's younger at this time, he gets this bike, and his dad, just, you know, he's like, Oh, it's from mom, and his dad's like, You know, what's wrong with my bike that I got you? You know, his dad's like jealous almost, I want to say. Yeah, because
0: he had to, yeah, what's wrong with my piece of junk I had to work so hard to pay for?
1: Yeah, and then the dad just destroys his brand new bike, dude. It's just sad. And just the look on Abel's face, and you get a little bit of that rage NATO going on here. He doesn't turn into a monster, but he still just is basically a monster for doing what he did, you know? But then this is where it kind of takes another turn, dude. Right before Abel's turning into this rage NATO, dude. um, That Magdalena Magdalena shows up and um, almost like speaks a different language and calms him down. I mean, Mm -hmm. you don't even know what the text says. It's just all these symbols. I loved it. I thought it was rad. What other book did we read not too long ago that had something like this? And then in the back of it, in the back of the book, it had it translated. Do you remember what that was?
0: What what was that? Was that we live?
1: Maybe, Maybe. but I loved it. Remember, it was, and there was a long like you spent a lot of time trying to do
0: the work on that.
1: And then I think Chew, I think Chew Volume One. There's one part where they're like some uh, a couple of characters are speaking Russian. I think, and it doesn't tell you what it is, but if you go in the back of the book, it translates it for you.
0: One of the things, um, really quick, diving back in, sorry, because if I don't f- tell you now, I'm going to forget. You know, yeah, yeah. I have a soft spot for animals, above all dogs. Yeah, so yeah. So the fox kind of looks like a dog. This panel right here is probably one of my favorite panels. Oh, my gosh, where they're bumping foreheads. I'm just like, yes. Where they're bumping <laughs> foreheads. <laughs>
1: I love it, man. Yeah, no, they're. Um, I mean, I guess he's a cool companion, even though he's someone. It could be a, a
0: lot worse, dude. He stuck. He stuck buying when he didn't have to. I mean, even though he dips every once in a while, but so yeah, you got Magdalena, and so it seems like maybe she can help him, right? Because she she calmed him down. She got the the rage NATO to to kind of know, subside, subside. Go back inside. Ooh, yeah. subside. We nailed it at the same time. I love it
1: and dude, but it was funny cuz when i seen the seen the text bubbles with with that different like ancient language i guess you would call it like i immediately flipped to the back and i'm like where's the, where where's, <laughs> where's it gonna, the translation yeah i want to see what they said you know because it was interesting you know what is she yeah. saying how is she calming him down what's going on and um i loved it so now there's a little bit of glimmer of hope you know he he finally this is the person who, he's, who he was supposed to find and he yeah. found her, you know, and um, it's funny because before even like you would think they would uh, right away jump to that and be like, hey, what what's going on? But instead, she's like, you were stealing from me and my fair. Like, I yeah. can't just let that can't let it slide because I'm going to lose business. So now mm-hmm. you basically work for me until I say so. Yep. And then he's like,
0: which leads right. to like the best part of his life. Yeah,
1: ever. big time. And so he agrees. He's like, all right, but at the same time, can you help me? And she's like, you work it off and, you know, I've got to look into this and and, mm-hmm. um, and, and read it. Like, I think she mentioned she's got to read it and be ready for it. Like, she's got to understand what yeah. happened to him and um, she needs him to be ready, mm-hmm. you know? So she obviously knows what's going on.
0: Yeah. And, um... So he tells tells her like, "Hey, I ain't afraid to work. I've had a paper route and I've done it with snow above my knees, and yeah. uh, I'm ready for the work." And you know, it ends up just being an absolute uh, gift
1: for Abel, dude, big time. Because the people that he's because he's making family and the people he builds relationships with. Mm-hmm. They're just different than what he's used to. And it's like,
0: and he and Bobby are just, man.
1: Yeah. And Bobby is such a cool character, man, because she, I think, came from a a bad situation and kind of is doing, did the same thing Abel is doing now.
0: Yeah. What I like about her, too, is that uh, she's real observant. And so, you know, she's she picks up quick. Like, okay, I get it. You don't want to talk about your dad or your mom. Like, every yeah. time I've done it, you've, you've He shut clams down. up.
1: Yeah, he clams yeah. up any time, you know.
0: And she just seems like a real cool friend to uh, be supportive and understanding in those situations and not force him, you yeah. know, not yeah. be a jerk about it. Yeah. But, dude… Uh, dad's still hot on the trail, man, and he meets up with Jeb.
1: He meets up with Jeb, and it makes you nervous. Like, is he going to be a jerk to Jeb? Like, is he going to, you know, I don't know what he's going to do here.
0: So one of the things that's crazy is, um, you know, dad's not a a, a monster cloud right now. Yeah. Rage NATO. But as he shows up to Jeb's home, it's all windy. kind of like a storm. So, is everywhere that, that Dale's going right now just getting torn up still like
1: that? Yeah, like is, dude, that's what anger does. I think that's kind of, you know, yeah. where the book is going with his anger issues. Everywhere he goes, you can kind of see it. He
0: makes makes a mess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, one of the cool things, that, though, is that um, Magdalena and Jeb, you know, they they know that yeah. he's out on the tail trail. And so they... Uh, they bounce the whole entire circus and try to get able to a safe spot you know and just, Yeah
1: cuz I don't think she's ready to necessarily help him yet cuz no. she's, she's trying to figure it out um he's doing all the work he can while building relationships at the same time him and Bobby and Rinch now become all good friends like it, I think it's months that go by uh, as mm-hmm. they're on the road over the, or it's either weeks or months I can't remember but he's like fitting in like he's part of the family now
0: yeah 100% but um, it kind of ends in this crazy thing where Magdalena finally feels ready. Like after all the work, like, "Hey, Abel, you've you've paid it off. You're free to go if you want to." Abel doesn't want to go, but it, you know, before that all ends, that conversation, she's like, "Okay, let's do what you came here for." Yeah, and she's like, "To do this, we need to go inside your memory." And I think he needs to deal with this. And I think it's because of what you said, this caught not taught thing. Yeah, and so, um. They're in there, and he gets trapped in in his own mind, kind of. Dude,
1: because of the flashbacks he sees yeah. are gnarly. And this goes back to, like, as I'm reading this book, hey, I want to know the past. I want to know the past. And now you get some of that. Yeah. You get a bunch of these flashbacks of him and his mom. And it looked like they were one happy family, you know? Like, his mm-hmm. dad was a totally different dude.
0: Still angry, though. But remember, because she's like, yeah, but look, you still got him to smile. Yeah. And you taught him a lesson when you were a kid.
1: Yeah. And the mom was there. And so there's a lot of questions that, you know, I'm thinking about right now. And um,
0: so a question while we're in the flashback double page here. Um, So you see the picture of early on, it's his dad, his mom, and him as an infant, like newborn. And then there's the one with the rose on it. It's him, it, him, his dad, and his mom. But what's going on with the picture above the mom? Like, what's that? Is that maybe he drew a picture of his mom and and taped it on there? This one? Yeah. What's that?
1: Oh yeah, maybe when she left, I don't know. And there's a rose on it, so I don't know. Maybe she passed away. I don't know. I don't get yeah, it. I don't, but yeah, I don't he know. got a bike, so I don't, I don't. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, there's still a bunch of questions that you know.
0: Yeah. But man, his dad's. His dad's a monster, even in his—I mean, especially in his mind. You know, I mean, look at him here. Did you think you could hide from me, Abel? Woo! Yeah. But um, so as that's happening, dude. I mean, the end of this first arc, Abel's turning into a full-blown rage NATO.
1: He's a rage NATO like his dad right now, mm-hmm. and uh, Magdalena can't can't control it, and they're basically saying, "Hey." Tell everybody in the, in the fair and their circus, let's get out of here. And he's tearing up the town, tearing mm-hmm. it up.
0: Yeah. And uh, Bobby says it's too late. Yeah. Like it's just it's too late. And that's how it ends. I was
1: bummed when it ended. Oh, I know. I, I wanted like, to
0: keep going, but I promised you I would.
1: Yeah. So it's um, man, a, kind of an emotional adventure story. I would say this one so far, Big and ten. um, I loved it. I thought the art was incredible. 10 out of 10. Yeah, just excellent artwork, man. It, um, the emotions that it captures, uh, the way it was written. Uh, so far, I'm loving it. I am I'm, I loved volume one.
0: I'm 100% bought in. No way I'm letting it sit. Like, I'm yeah. picking up. Like, if I don't, I mean, I have, a, have the pleasure of reading this uh, deluxe oversized. Nice yeah. But even if I didn't, there's no way I'm letting it sit there. I'm going to the store. I'm picking up volume two. I can't wait to dive back in. Um. That's how you end an arc, man. You got your main dude potentially becoming the bad guy. And you're like, this can't happen. Like, there's yeah. no way. So you're, you you want to dive back. So in. I
1: wonder if Jeb's going to show up too, like with his sister and kind of corral him. Like, or is his dad going to show up during this moment? Because his dad was hot on the trail, you know, like. Mm, I hope not. What's going on with the past? Like, why did why is the mom gone? Because that seems like is is that why his dad's the way he is? Like, there's a lot of stuff going on, like emotional stuff. And uh, we'll see how it all plays out, man, in, in in volume two.
0: Yeah. For sure, man. I'm loving it. Can't wait to dive back in. It was a fantastic first arc for for me, man, for the yeah, story.
1: Same here. I, I enjoyed it. And um it, it'll be cool to dive into uh volume two.
0: Yeah, I will say as um, somebody who in his early part of his life had a abusive, drunk, biological father, part of this story definitely hits home for me. And uh, I, some of the scenes make me real uncomfortable. And, I figured uh, it
1: would. And just because for one, it's a, a parent and, yeah. and child story, which I know you dig. And then, you know, the dad is the jerk. Yeah, so... Yeah.
0: I'm hoping for some redemption, but uh, I want it. I don't know. I, well, right now, where we're at right now, I'm hoping Abel can come back.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, we'll we'll see. Hopefully, he's not, I mean, he's full Rage Nato now. I don't know. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they get him to calm down. I don't know. I don't know if Bobby's going to be able to do it since they have a good relationship, you know? Because it's like, it seems like she's the only one that kind of has... A close relationship with him right now that they've built yeah. over the past month or two. That'd be rad. Because I don't know if his dad would be able to come. Like, what if his dad shows up? Like, are they going to be, is that going to calm him down or making him more rage? I think
0: it's going to make two rage natos and then you don't want to be you anywhere near. We don't want, that. We you do don't not want two rage natos.
1: <laughs> Anyways, uh, super cool uh, first volume, man. Looking forward to diving yeah. into the rest. But, um, What else you get into? Did you get into anything else this week?
0: Yeah, dude, I got into some cool stuff this week, dude. Give me a speed
1: Um, round. Let's do a quick speed round of kind of couple couple highlights we read, or just pick a couple that you read that stood out to you. What do you you want to do?
0: Well, I want to end on Little Monsters because we both read
1: it. If that's all right, but I'll do a
0: quick speed round before then. I got to read Black Cloak. Oh yeah, tell Uh, me about this, bro. I loved it. The world building's fantastic. This awesome blend of sci fi fantasy. With a detective who's trying to solve out uh, solve a a murder, yeah, where a royal, so you know, uh, was murdered in a real seedy part of town, and uh, has all these ramifications, and uh, it's just rad, dude. But the world is what I'm talking about, like just being awesome, and I'm really hoping we get to see it unfold. Um, I've been looking for for something like Saga again, and I don't think maybe. They have that plan for this, but I could see it because the world's so rich and big, and the story's so viable there that I could really sit around and spend some time here. Like uh, the mermaids were gnarly in this story, just vicious, like killers Mm. with these like gnarly teeth. And uh, but I'm all in, mainly for the detective stuff with a blend of fantasy. Like you know, I'm gonna have to check it
1: out. Yeah, because I like. I think you'll really like it. Nice.
0: I got to read um, this new one by Joe Kelly uh, called Immortal Sergeant. And it's about this uh, retiring uh, police officer who right in the verge of his like retirement is going to end up teaming up with his son to solve a a crime. I think that he wasn't able to solve when he was in the force and it was wild. And he's just a jerk, but um, I'm excited to see where it's going. And dude, I got to read Spy Superb by Matt Kent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it was so much fun, dude. Like, just exactly what you'd want it to be. Some, like, dude who doesn't always a spy. Like, taking dudes out. And he, you know, it's all to him. He's just making mistakes. But he's really like,
1: killing these mobs. Besides making mistakes, is it like Jason Bourne, like, when he first wakes up? Like, he doesn't no, know he can no. have all these abilities. no.
0: It's completely accidents. Like, oh,
1: gotcha, gotcha. Like
0: the dude trips and hits his head on the the oven because he's trying to. He thinks they're there for to fix his his toilet and his uh, some broken stuff in his kitchen. But they're like there to kill him because yeah, they think he yeah, has yeah. some valuable uh, information. And uh, it's just. That whole scene is wild and unfolds so hilariously. And
1: I remember we were talking about that a couple weeks ago. Is it a like long book? Is it, how, is it like 50 pages? It's pretty 60 long. Pages? Yeah.
0: It's, I don't remember exactly how long it ended up being, but it's pretty good. All right. And uh, that story was cool with the Spy Superb and setting that up about a spy who doesn't know they're a spy and uh, the purpose there and the reason behind it's really cool. But the handler and the dude who's invol- involved with setting up that program. The back half of Spy Superb's his kind of story. And it was wild about the program he was in, how he ended up being the way he is. And he never really wanted to get his hands dirty. He loved making somebody else always commit the crime. Mm. And that's how they saw value in his work and setting up this program. And dude, it was just really, really fun and clever. Um, I'm definitely interested. I'm going to have to pick it up. Yeah. And, uh yeah I mean i would love to get into a little monsters with you, but is there um
1: um I to, you want yeah to I only with? read a couple other books, but I'll, I'll jump into the specs real quick. I was able to yeah. read specs issue three. I think it's only four issues, so there's one left but um you learn that um you know these glasses these magic glasses that you can make wish throughs uh through they're they're not what um you think they are and you mm-hmm. learn some crazy stuff about these glasses that you're kind of blown away pretty dark. And um, but I loved it. I thought the art was rad. Kenny and Ted, they're 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 basically at the point now. Um, I won't spoil it since it just came out. I think last week, but um, they're at the point now where they're they're back together because um, Kenny um, was pretty much trying to figure out how to get Ted out of jail because he was arrested for the murder of that guy who disappeared or the the one they made disappear when they made the wish the initial wish. And um, Kenny's able to get him get him broken out and now they're back together and they're going to try to destroy these these glasses Mm. and um they're told from from kenny met uh some some people along the way and they're basically told like nah there's there's no getting rid of them like the, the glasses have been doing this for years and um you're you're not getting rid of them trust me like you're gonna make another wish and it's just gonna keep going. There's there's no getting rid of them. And like just look at us. Like it, it was wild, dude. I didn't see that coming. And I thought it was awesome. And um, I can't wait to see how it ends. So it'll it'll be cool to see. Hopefully, hopefully they get rid of it and can get back to some normalcy. Cause right now they're running for their lives, both of them. Yeah. So it it was good, really well done. Um, check that one out if you haven't. And then um, yeah, I read Little Monsters. What is it? Issue is it 10 or is it nine?
0: It's nine.
1: Nine. Okay. So, Little Monster's nine, dude. Let me know. Just lay it out there. Tell me what you thought.
0: Well, you know, as the Lemire fan, I like to pride myself on being. I am I am uh, a patient man for yeah. Lemire. Yeah. And I know it usually pays off pretty well. But my gosh, if I'm not ready let's for get... something to go on here. You know, like... like... Come on, Rami, spill a little
1: bit of the beans. It's almost like I'm to the point where like we're sitting at a dinner table and we're getting fed all these tiny little appetizers, you know. Like
0: and it's cool,
1: you know, cool. I like these appetizers. Like, nice, like cool, but dude, I'm ready for like
0: a tapas restaurant. Yeah.
1: I'm ready for a meal. I'm ready for something big. And it's almost like and this happened, I think, in the first arc too. It was just like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Like, give me something more now. Like, I'm ready. Yeah. And in, yeah. it, these last two or like two issues, it's been okay. Next issue, something big is gonna happen. I can't wait. You know. And you get a little bit, but it's still just like a teaser. You know. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I mean, I enjoyed it still, but I'm just yeah. ready, ready for the big yeah. reveal already. Yes. You know.
0: Yeah, I'm enjoying the flashbacks, learning more about our characters, but it's just like exactly like you said, because it feels like. The end of each issue, or at least the, at least the last three, to me have felt like okay, something big. Yes, yeah. And then nothing big comes, and then it's like it ends in that <laughs> same feeling, and you're just like, stop yep. teasing me yep. and give me the dinner.
1: Yeah, no, hundred um, percent. I, I still love the characters. You know, I love what they're doing. Um, we get a, again another flashback um, of one of the one of the characters. Uh, I think bats. Get a little backstory on him. Um, Mm -hmm. We get to see the twins again in a little bit of a flashback. I thought that was cool. I thought the artwork on when they're on the train and like they're sitting on the edge of edge of the uh, train car and like looking at the sunset, or I thought it was rad. Um, So yeah, still enjoying all that. But man, I'm I'm ready for something. I want to know what's going on, and and something's gonna
0: gonna, because the problem with with dragging it out like this, the payoff has to be worth it. And that's just putting a lot of weight on a final issue. And I'm just like...
1: Is it the last one? Is 10 it for this volume?
0: I just remember on his sub stack saying that he probably had about, I think, 18. So maybe... So
1: maybe one more arc after Maybe one more arc. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'm just ready for something because like you said... They just keep leaving you there. And like, man, that, that dude who's dragging the, the kid around with the hockey mask on. Yeah, yeah. I want to know what's going on there too. Like yeah, this- there's
1: two big things going on. There's the thing with him. What's he planning? Because obviously he's going into attack mode now. And mm-hmm. then there's the thing with, with with the secret. Like what's going on with, with Rami and the secret. Yeah. So... Um, I mean I'm still in it uh, I'm still gonna you know obviously I'm invested I, I mean I, I enjoy it still but I'm ready you know it, it's probably gonna be some big reveal watch at the very last like two pages we're gonna get it and then we're gonna have to wait for volume for volume three or the next arc mm-hmm. but um, Rami's
0: gonna morph into an elder in front of their face <laughs> and he's gonna say I've been with you the whole time probably
1: that's seriously probably what is going to be something crazy, and you're going to be like, "Come on, man!" <laughs> but um, hey, and if that ha- if they do that and it's something big, then I'm cool with it. and I'm gonna, you know, because yeah. I I enjoy it. But I'm ready, you know. I'm with you. But yeah, that was it for me this week. Um, kind of a little slower week just because you know we were all sick and and coming back mm-hmm. and uh, work and all that. But um,
0: it's Dub week, man. You dude, got into the B O W. That's all Dome, that matters. Dome in
1: the Middle West and um.
0: Just as a reminder, we will be diving into Volume 2 and 3 of this, uh, separated by a week each time. So we'll be diving into Volume 2, not next Monday, but the following.
1: Yeah. So for the next month, um, come chat Metal West with us and yeah. um, head over to our Discord. Yeah. Of. Let us know what you think about Volume 1, kind of what's going on. If you if you, if you you read it already or if you haven't, pick it up, check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. Anybody can read this one. Um, yeah. it, it was great.
0: And they're selling it, the the trade, over on stupidfreshmess.com. I think I th- you get a signed book plate with that Yeah, or I think,
1: too, to so. the paper, like the a whole paperback. Um, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah they sell yeah. that on there. Yeah. yeah, so that's cool.
0: Yeah, so check it out if you haven't gotten into it yet.
1: But, um, dude, big week next week. What are you looking forward to next week? Uh, some books coming out.
0: Dude, I'm always nervous now with our... With oh like my gosh! our source, but as far as what our source says is dropping next week, I'm very stoked. Like we have for... some special
1: source yeah, I we know. I know.
0: <laughs> Let's keep it a secret. No one knows about it. We've got <laughs> Saga sixty one coming out, which I'm stoked I'm to pretty see sure that, that one back. is for
1: sure coming out next week. I think I, I, I seen so. a post by Brian Kavan about it.
0: And then the other two that I'm stoked well, three, man, that I no four that There's I'm super lot. stoked about, yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to steal your thunder.
1: There's two main ones that I'm just looking forward to next week. That um, TMNT,
0: Lost Years, and Once Upon a Time at the yep. End of the World.
1: Yep. Yeah, those are the two main ones. And then if Quested, Quested 2 comes out... Oh my gosh, dude. I don't even want to talk about Quested after my embarrassment <laughs> this week.
0: I think what what should happen is you should go to the store, see a variant cover, pick it up thinking it's issue 2. <laughs> I thought it was 2, man. You're in the clear.
1: <laughs> I have two issues of Quested, uh issue one. If anybody's looking for one, let me know. Because I've got yeah. two issues.
0: It's worth it. And then also, I'm stoked for Boogeyman 5. Yeah. Which yeah. should be coming Is out. Is
1: that the end of... Um...
0: I'm not sure. I'm oh. not sure how long it's supposed to go. Maybe. Uh, 0076, Batman, One Bad Day, Catwoman. Catwoman, yeah. And then, if anybody's interested... The Invincible Compendium Volume One Hardcover. I see all that, yeah, yeah that looks
1: dropping. rad, yeah, dude. Um, also, another one I'm looking forward to by from uh, the same company who's doing Quested, uh, Whatnot Publishing is uh, I might check this one out uh, called The Exile. It's like a sci-fi story with uh, Wesley Snipes is doing it. And I'm super curious, a lot man. Of I've, heard a lot. Yeah, I've heard it, it sold a lot. Yeah, it looks pretty rad. So the art looks cool. Um, I might check it out.
0: Yeah.
1: Right on, dude. So a lot of good stuff next week, man. It's going to be a fun one. Um, once upon a time at the end of the world three. That's probably that so and, and Lost Years are probably my yeah. two biggest ones. I'm looking forward to yeah. Ross. I hope you find. Oh, Ross is probably on issue two. The last Ronan.
0: So. <laughs> he's got some time before he. <laughs> I don't even think he, he's probably halfway through issue one. <laughs> <laughs> if he's got to stick to that release, but, schedule. yeah, pick this
1: one up. Hopefully it's not as drawn out as that last Ronan mm-hmm. was. And they do, you know, normal schedule. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And if any of those books sound cool to you, or you're looking for a new shop or just a place to pick up uh, things you might not be able to find at yours, check out coffeeandacomic.com. Uh enter our coupon code at checkout, comic book layer in all caps to save yourself 15% off. Frank's a rad dude. He's got a cool shop. He's always got what I'm looking for. I got a pull set up there. It's a great system. And uh, he's got your back. Dude, I mean, he's always coffee. messaging me.
1: You're going to get good quality books sent to you. And yeah. I think he's got an um, in-store signing coming up soon. Oh, yeah, he? that's
0: right. Uh, yeah. On Wednesday. Yeah. The dude who wrote uh, Cover Cover the Dead and with Lime. With,
1: yeah, I think that's it. I think that's yeah. it.
0: And he's a a Southern California dude. So I wish I could go, but I I have a nine to five. So I'll be busy, but you can make it down there. Check it out. Yeah. But um, what do we got going on next week, my man? Dude, next week we got a little bit of a a variant edition or A a crossover. A little bit of a collaboration. Yeah. And I have effectively called... The Pull Box Lair. We're going <laughs> to be joining forces with our good buddies over at the Pull Box Pals and we're going to uh, hang out with them and chat comics for an
1: hour. Dude, it's going to be fun, man. Um, it, dude, it'll be cool. They're they're cool dudes and we're just all going to be uh, chatting what we read th- through the week and um, yeah. stuff we're looking forward to. So it'll be a fun time.
0: It's going to be super fun, dude. I've been looking forward to it since we talked about it. So yeah, yeah, get it cool. on the schedule. Glad they're coming on. Make sure you uh, check that out when it drops and check them out too while you're at it. Follow them on Instagram as well. Yeah. Cool dudes posting cool stuff all the time. Heck yeah. Right on, buddy. Well, how can people follow us and keep up with all the things we're doing?
1: Yeah, definitely uh, subscribe to our show and um, leave us a review. Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Um, refer us to a friend. That'd be great. We're always looking forward to meet new people. Head over to our uh, Instagram at the comic Book layer. Um You can see everything we're uh, getting into. Um, Check out our link tree. That'll take you over to our Discord where you can come and join the conversation um, on all kinds of things, but specifically Middle West. Let us know if you read it. Uh, If you're thinking about picking us up, we'd love to hear from you on that. And uh, remember, we're going to be diving into um, book two of Middle West in two weeks. So you got time to read this one and... um, Get if you've got volume. any cool
0: thoughts or something too when you're reading it or something yeah, we yeah. missed in volume one uh, drop Drop into our discord join us in discord or you know discord is not your thing leave us a voicemail on our website and we'd love to play it on air like hey man let's let's get this thing going
1: Yeah leave us a message we'd love to hear from you um, Anyways keep reading comics Cowabunga Nerds
0: Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast, our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R O S E K A T audio.com.